Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. It is podcasting recording time in my life today. And uh, oh yeah, it's it's. I think it's going to be a good one. I I would have liked to have a guest on this episode. Um, it just didn't really happen. I didn't try that hard. So I really only have myself to blame for not having a guest. But I think it's about time that I record this. Uh, I've recorded a a bunch of the next episodes. But um, but yeah, let's do this. Let's do this one today. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I thought I had something else to say, but I can't remember. So, uh, yeah, I'll just really quickly say, please rate and review, share and subscribe, email me, follow me on social media, call the Google Voice number, buy some merch, join the Patreon. Uh, uh, I think that's it. That's fine. Find me on TikTok. Look at the silly TikTok videos at Spejampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R. The first word in this episode is... Dog. Dog. It's most everybody's favorite animal in the world. This is the first form of dog. You could also say dog. Who says dog? People of different parts of the country? Uh, huh. Dog. I wonder, I wonder how you say dog in other languages. Um, it's probably pretty similar in a lot of languages. Um, but, uh, you know they all have their own their own word but uh, okay dog dog it's early in the morning and my brain hasn't uh, really started yet so it is a noun from before the 12th century 1a the synonym is canid c a n i d especially a highly variable domestic mammal closely related to the gray wolf and that is, of course, because they all came from the gray wolf. They were all bred from the gray wolf over tens of thousands of years. The species name is Canis familiaris because it is a canid or a canis that is very familiar to us, and we are very familiar to it. What will dogs be like? in the next 100 plus years. Dogs look very different. All the species, they look kind of different like 100 years ago. Hmm. I wish, I wish, well, you know, when photography started, that's when we started getting photos of these dogs. Uh, we don't know what they looked like really before that. But, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of breeding. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm not a fan of breeding because they have to basically force these animals to mate with each other and create new ones uh, just to make a dollar uh, just to just as a business uh, but there's no there's no real purebred thing it, it's all created uh, they there's no there was no French poodle or French bulldog that just appeared people bred them from wolves so there really is no purebred dog species breed of dog uh, I think I think mutt is the way to go just let them mate with whoever they're gonna mate with and then you just get what you get and they're great mate and it's great I don't know where I'm going with this but we need to move on uh, to 1b a male dog also a male usually carnivorous mammal 
So first, just a male dog is called a dog. I mean, we, we often call the, the female dog the bitch. Uh, but so a male carnivorous mammal is also called a dog, which I don't think I've ever heard of before. So is a male bear called a dog? Huh. 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 I wonder where that came from. Or maybe that was the first usage of the word dog, and then we just called our dogs dogs. Dog, dog. To a, a worthless or contemptible person. Oh, you're, you're being such a dog right now because you're so worthless and contemptible. To be, the synonym is fellow and chap, as in a lazy dog, also as in you lucky dog. Oh, you lucky dog, you're able to be so lazy, and you're a lazy dog, you fellow, you chap. Well, 2A and 2B are pretty different. A worthless or contemptible person, or a fellow and a chap, which is just very, um, uh, there's no, there's no emotion, there's no, there's no positive or negative uh, designated with fellow and chap. It's just very middle-of-the-road standard person. So you can just really call anybody a dog. But usually, if you're calling somebody a dog, it's more negative sounding, I think. 3A. Any of various, usually simple mechanical devices for holding, gripping, or fastening that consist of a spike, bar, or hook. I don't know if I'm familiar with this. I might need to... Find a little more information. Put a picture on the social media at Dictionary Pod for that. A dog. Okay. Well, three B. The synonym is andiron. A N D I R O N. And uh, I feel like I need to give myself a little reminder about what an andiron is because that's not something that's part of my day-to-day vocabulary or even my year-to-year vocabulary. Let's see. What have we got here? A and D. Uh, metal supports for firewood used on the hearth. Ah, that's called a dog. Why? No clue. Okay, number four for dog. Uncharacteristic or affected, stylish or dignity. No, I read that wrong. Uncharacteristic or affected stylish or dignity, as in put on the dog. Uh, uncharacteristic or affected, stylish, or... Di- now, the, the words are a little confusing. Affected, stylish? Oh, stylishness. I think I was just reading that as stylish. Affected stylishness or affected dignity, but it's uncharacteristic. So it's like, it's it's your personality. It's something that you're not normally... You, you don't usually act this way. Uh, you're putting this on. You're putting on this stylishness or dignity. Anytime I put on fancy clothes and have to act all proper uh, for the people, uh, th- that's when I'm, uh, I-, I guess I'm acting like a dog. It's uncharacteristic of me, and it's uh, I'm putting it on. It's affected. Put on the dog. Never heard that one, because I'm not old or smart. Number five is capitalized... Either of the constellations Canis Major or Canis Minor. And maybe we need to put a picture on the social media for those constellations.
You just call it dog. What do we have? Dolphin? That's coming up. Uh, yeah, I already recorded that one. That one also has a, a constellation. Number six, plural, dogs. The synonym is feet. Oh, my dogs. My dogs are hurting. I was on my feet all day, running around and doing things and jumping and squatting. And so my dogs are hurting. Number seven is also plural. The synonym is ruin, as in going to the dogs. Oh, it's the dogs. It's it's only worthy for the dogs because they don't really care. It's just it's falling apart. It's not great anymore. I don't think we should give the 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 ruined things to the dogs. You know, maybe they're they're not as discerning as us humans, but they still deserve great things. Number eight. One inferior of its kind, as in, the movie was a dog. It wasn't as good as all the other movies that I've seen. It was, it was such a dog, that movie. Was it about dogs? No, it was just inferior. As 8A, an investment not worth its price. Nope, it's not, not good. It's a dog. It's a lemon. Maybe you could call it a lemon also? 8B, an undesirable piece of merchandise. It's, it's a dog. So many things can be called dogs, and that's why English is confusing, and uh, you, you need context. Number nine is an unattractive person, and of course they had to put it this as well, especially an unattractive girl or woman, because... Why do we mostly call unattractive women dogs and we can't call men dogs? We do call men dogs, but not as often as girls or women. And why are we calling people unattractive in the first place? What's the point of that? Why do we have to, is it to make yourself feel better? Maybe don't talk about how unattractive people are. Who cares what people look like? Are they a good person? That's the only thing that matters. Number 10. This synonym is the number one definition for hot dog. Hot dog. Dog-like is an adjective. Oh, there's all those very silly pictures of uh, wiener dogs. Uh, what's the real name? <laughs> dachshunds. Uh, the dachshunds dressed up in a Halloween costume as a hot dog. I wonder what the longest dachshund ever is relative to its body size. Okay, now, uh, oh, real quick, this is uh, from Old English doga, D-O-C-G-A, and that's all the etymology says. Now, we have a wonderful picture of a dog. Uh, looks like they're in the movie Best in Show. They look like they're ready. They're ready. They're putting on a show for the people because they want to get the blue ribbon. It's... um. Uh, it looks like I don't know a pointer, a a I. What kind of dog is this? Um, it's just your standard looking dog with some decently long hair. Uh, Labrador. I don't know. It's a dog. I don't know what color it is. It looks like it could be because it's black and white. Uh, it could be probably like a brown. Or maybe even a slight tinge of red. For some reason, I get the hint of red, even though it's black and white. Okay, so it's a dog. 
uh, and there's a bunch of numbers, uh, 16 numbers. So I will quickly go through these. Number one is the pastern, which is looks like it's the front of the leg right above the toes. Right above the toes. That is the pastern. Number two is the chest. So this is it's where the chest is. It's right um, right above where the legs meet the body and below the neck, right in the front there. And I think they have like they have like a like a some sort of nerve part there that if you like rub those parts, they they will calm down or something. I think they've I've heard they like that. They also just love a good scratch on the chest. Number three is the flues, F L E W S. And that looks like that's it's pointing to kind of where the um, the edge the the end of the mouth uh, or the under the below the the mouth. I don't know exactly what it's pointing to, but uh, but yeah, or it's like the lips that are hanging down. Uh, it's just that whole kind of area. Number four is the muzzle. It's pointing to the spot um on on the nose on the muzzle but it's below the actual nose where the nostrils are and it's above the lips so it's just that whole that whole area with the mouth and the nose that's the muzzle number 5 is the stop s t o p and it's pointing to just right right between the eyeballs it's that's the stop Number I've never heard of most of these words: the pastern, the flues, the stop. Number six is the occiput, O C C I P U T. This is pointing to, well, it looks like it's the area right where the ear meets the head, or right just, uh, you know, right right around there. Number seven is the leather, and that's pointing to the ear. Who calls the ear the leather? Eight is the crest, and this is uh, the back of the neck right before it uh, meets with the rest of the body. Nine is the withers, and that is the point right where the neck does meet the body, or just a little closer to the tail. Ten is the loin, and this is uh, kind of pointing to where the back leg meets the rest of the body, but it's kind of like kind of where the ribs are, maybe at the maybe where the ribs end. Uh, it's kind of in that area. Eleven is point of rump. Where do you think that's pointing to? It's basically the rump, you know, the the top of the thighs, uh, either end of the tail. Yeah, point of rump. Twelve is hock or tarsus. And this is pointing to well, I guess you'd call it the ankle. Um, the 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 dogs and the cats they walk on their toes. The rest of their foot is up in the air. So this is the part of the back leg that's that crooked crooked part points uh, points backward. So that's the tarsus or the hock. Thirteen is knee or stifle or stiffle, and that's pointing to the knee of the back leg. So it's got the toes on the bottom, and then it goes up, and that's the uh, the ankle, the hock, the tarsus, and then it goes forward towards the head, and then it comes to another bend, and that is the knee or stifle, and then it goes back up to re- meet the rest of the body. Fourteen is the brisket, and this looks like uh, just sort of the bottom of the chest, maybe where the, uh, yeah, yeah, that bottom part that sort of like slumps down, yeah. 
uh, r- right between the uh, the front legs, kind of. Fifteen is the elbow, and this is on the front legs, and that's uh, pretty close to where the front legs meet the body. But I, yeah, I think there must be a bend there. It's not really showing it in this picture. Uh, the dog is very proper. The front legs are straight. The back legs are kind of uh, pretty far back. The tail is pointed straight back, and then the uh, the, the 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 leg no, the head, the neck, the, the so that whole front part is uh, nice and uh, solid and pointing straight forward. And then 16 is the feathering, and this is the fur that's coming off of the back of the front legs. It's just a whole bunch of fur there, the feathering. Uh, well, we talked about the dog, number f- the first form of the word dog, and uh, we have a lot of dog-related words coming up in the next few episodes, including this one, so I need to make a sound effect, which will just be... Arf! Second form of dog. Adjective from the 14th century. Number one. Okay, so the first one was a noun. This one is the adjective. Number one, the synonym is canine. So anything that is that is a canine can be described as a canine, as a dog, is called dog. Two, synonym is spurious. Especially, unlike that used by native speakers or writers. I don't understand that. Unlike that used by native speakers or writers. That's that's not that's not a sentence. I'm sure it is. My brain. You know, the dictionary sometimes shorten things. Uh show so so unlike that used. See, I think this is dog because this is not how native speakers speak or write. There are examples, dog Latin and dog French. So it's basically like uh, a way a way to write or speak that's just not normal. It's not the way the native speakers would speak or write. So it's, it's just a little wrong. Unlike that used. Okay, moving on, because that's just hurting my brain. Third form of dog verb uh is it only transitive yes it's only transitive uh it's from 1519 and yes you can also say dogged or dogged or dogging number 1a to hunt track or follow like a hound as in dogged her every move why he's why he's got to be well, it's not necessarily a he, but probably a he. He's hunting her, tracking her, following her. He's acting like a hound, because that's what the hounds do. They get on a scent and they follow it. They want to see where it is. What is it? How to, f- how to find it? Can we get it? Let's hunt. Dog. Okay, 1B. To worry, as if by pursuit, with dogs. Uh, the synonym is plague, as in dogged by his past failures. And I think you could also say dogged, although that might be a little different. Dogged by his past failures. The This entire podcast, everything that I've done up until now, uh, I am I am dogged by my previous episodes because I am I'm worried um, as if I am being pursued by dogs who are dogging me. 1C. To bother or pester persistently, as in 
dogged him about his grades. Why do we use the word dog here? The other two made more sense. Uh, I guess dogs do pester you persistently because they want attention, they want to play, they want food, they want things. So yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Quit dogging me about my grades. I I do my grades how I'm going to do my grades. You don't worry about it. Number two, to fasten with a dog. Ah, so that must be the, uh, any of various usually simple mechanical devices for holding, gripping, or fastening that consist of a spike, bar, or hook. Dog it is a phrase, which means to fail to do one's best. Uh, The synonym is gold brick. To fail to do one's best. Oh, well, uh, I am... Am I am I dogging this podcast? Am I doing my best or I am failing to do my best? What is my best? I don't even know if this is my best or not. I'm trying, kinda, but I'm sure other people would do a better job. Gold brick. I've never heard of that one. The fourth form of dog is an adverb from 1526. The synonyms are extremely and utterly, as in dog-tired, dog-tired. I'm so utterly extremely tired, I'm dog-tired. Huh, I guess I never really thought that that is technically an adverb. Okay, that's fine, I'll, I'll accept it. So just anything extremely or utterly. We usually say dog-tired, but what else? This, uh... This podcast is dog-fantastic. Extremely fantastic. I don't, it doesn't work that way, does it? <laughs> Next is Dog and Pony Show. That hurt my throat a little bit. I'm going to drink a bit of this coffee. <sighs> Next is Dog and Pony Show. Four words, noun from 1970. And often... Elaborate public relations or sales presentation. Also, an elaborate or overblown affair or event. Oh, it's such a big show. Where let's put on the dog and pony show. We don't have any dog and ponies. We couldn't afford them. But we just want to put on this amazing presentation for you. With all the bells and whistles. Put the bells and whistles on the dogs and ponies. Whee! Next. Dog bane, D-O-G-B-A-N-E, one word, noun from 1597. Any of a genus of often poisonous plants, chiefly of temperate zone regions with milky juice and fibrous bark. Bark, bark. The genus name is Apocinum or Apocinum. It is of the family Aposinaceae. No, that's not a word. Aposinaceae. Aposinaceae. I don't know how to say those words. That's the dogbane family. Uh, poisonous. So uh, maybe I'll post a picture on social media so you can see what it looks like so you can avoid it if you live in these temperate zone regions. Or Next is Dog Biscuit, two words, noun from circa 1858, a hard, dry cracker for dogs. 
I would never call a dog biscuit a cracker. I mean, but yes, they are hard and dry, and dogs love them. They love them. Someday when I get a dog, oh, it's going to get all the biscuits. All the biscuits and gravy. Dog cart is next. One word, noun from 1668. One, a cart drawn by a dog. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen a cart drawn by a dog. Uh, they don't have opposable thumbs, so they can't draw so well. But they can pull things pretty well. Some sometimes people get on a bike and their dog pulls them on their bike. They could be a that that's a dog bike. Two, a light two-wheeled carriage with two transverse seats set back to back. I think we need to post a picture of this uh, this dog cart two-wheeled carriage. Uh, so wait, back to back. So one's going forward and one's going backwards. Hmm. Is it drawn by a dog or not? Next. I don't know how to do different dog barks. Next is dog catcher. One word. Noun from 1835. A community official assigned to catch and dispose of stray dogs. And I just really don't like the word dispose in this context. Uh, that's That doesn't make me happy. Uh, I understand if... Uh, if if there's if there's um, stray dogs and they need to catch them to give them a home, uh, take care of them, get them off the street uh, to keep them safe. But uh, yeah, the dispose of should not be happening. Just find it a home. I, that's what I think. Now, <laughs> the dog catcher was so common in cartoons. I feel like back in the day. Uh, there was always a dog catcher around because, you know, your main cartoon characters were often dogs and, they, you know, they needed a nemesis. So the dog catcher became the nemesis. But how often, like, is this a job that exists? Is there somebody going around a town or a city just trying to catch the stray dogs? I guess it must be because, but 1835, I mean, I guess it was a bigger problem back then, almost 200 years ago. But I, you know, other than like maybe other countries, like I know in India, there's a lot of stray dogs. So maybe they have a dog catcher. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like this is not really a thing so much anymore. Um. Okay, dog catcher. Uh, yeah, I, I hope we don't have dog catchers around. Let's just, let's just leave the dogs be. Just find them a home, I guess. Okay. Roof, 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 roof. I would love to hear a dog bark like that. Dog collar is next. Two words. Noun from 1501. One, a collar for a dog. Two is slang, and the synonym is clerical collar. And I think that's the, the collar that the clergyman, the father, will, will wear, the, the guy who's in the church with the you know the black thing and then the white in the middle. That's the dog collar. Three, a wide, flexible, snug-fitting necklace. It's just, it's very tight on the neck. Uh, and yeah, it's usually like a, a piece of fabric, maybe like one to two inches wide or something. Real tight on the necklace, On uh, sorry, real tight on the neck. It's called a dog collar. There are different kinds, but you know, it's the same idea. Roof. 
dog days. Two words, noun from 1538. Number one, the period between early July and early September when the hot, sultry weather of summer usually occurs in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, that would definitely be the hottest time in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, and we will find out why it is called the dog days very shortly in the etymology. Number two, a period of stagnation or inactivity. Just nothing happening because it's so hot you don't want to do anything. Uh, let's see, and it ends in early September. My birthday is in early September, so I guess I'm, I'm the end of the dog days. This is from They're Being Reckoned from the Heliacal, it's it's related to the sun, Heliacal, the Heliacal rising, well, okay, not the sun, but in, you know, the stars, the, those things, the Heliacal rising of the dog star, which is called Sirius. So during that time, early July to early September, that's when you see the, uh, the Sirius constellation. And, uh, and it just happens to be when it is hot. And so that's why we say the dog days of summer. Next. Okay, brain, do something different with the dog bark. Arf! Dogdom. D-O-G-D-O-M. Noun from 1854. The world. The world of dogs or of dog fanciers. The world of dogs or dog fanciers. The dogdom. Oh, and my watch somehow is reading... Uh, or typing out what I'm saying. And I don't want that. Uh, the last word. The last word. Oh, this is interesting, because this means a whole new thing now. Arf! 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 Oh, that, there's a great dog character in, uh, uh, Big Mouth. The last word is doge. D-O-G-E. And no, this is not what you think it is, you modern young people. Noun from uh, 1549. It is the chief magistrate in the republics of Venice and Genoa. Or Genoa. I think it's Genoa. Uh, Well, this is Italian, doge. uh, Italian dialect from the Latin duke or dukes, uh, d-u-x, which means leader. And there's more at the word Duke. But then, of course, there's a, there's a, a cryptocurrency called Doge, Dogecoin now, and that's definitely not in this book. Well, I think it is time for us to pick a word of the episode. We had dog, 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 dog and pony show, dog bane, uh, dog biscuit, dog cart, dog catcher, dog collar, dog days, dogdom, and doge. I think I just have to pick dog as the word of the episode because, I mean, come on, they're dogs. They're human's best friend. We've been living with them for all these years, and we love them, and they're great, and they're nice, and they're fun, and you must, must, must treat them well. All the animals, treat them well. If you don't, uh, you know, they'll, they're going to have some trauma, and they're not going to be happy, and so we just want everybody and everything to be happy. And, uh, ooh, Sharon and I, we want a dog so bad, but uh, it's just not in the cards right now. So someday, someday, probably, probably before I finish this podcast, there will be a dog in my life. And I just, I've never had a dog. 
I've had people in my life, close people who have dogs, but has just never, never been my own dog. And so, oh, I just can't wait for that day. It's going to be wonderful. I'm going to have a dog. I'm going to teach it the tricks. Uh, maybe I can come up with some. If you have ideas for for uh, uncommon uh, tricks for a dog or uh, tricks, whatever things you know, fun things to do. Oh, I want to. I want to try it all. Uh, my friend Sam once tried to teach his dog. Uh, the the phrase he would say would be "evil dog," and then the idea was that his dog would come sit next to him. Uh, you know, just very proper and look forward, like you know, you see evil dogs, usually Dobermans, in a in a movie, and he would just be able to pet its head. He, he only tried it once, and you know, he, the dog was older at that time, so I don't think it had any shot of working. But you know, some some fun tricks like that would be great. Um, yeah, ooh ooh, I just I just can't wait for a dog. Yeah, give me give me your uh, uncommon tricks ideas for dogs, and uh, maybe I'll do some of them when I get a dog. Dog, dog, it's not yet the dog days of summer, but someday it will be. I'm gonna get a dog and I can't wait. Is it gonna be a little dog? Is it gonna be a big dog? It's probably gonna be a medium dog, but I want a smart dog. I want a smart dog, not a dumb dog. But if it's a dumb dog, I'll love it so much. (laughs) I always wanted a big dog, but I don't think that's very practical. A medium smart dog is gonna be in my life. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, I, I'm loopy and I need to go start work. So thank you very much for listening, and until next time, uh, you know, please please send the people over if you like the silliness. Uh, maybe they do too. Send them over. Let's see what happens. This has been Spencer dispensing information. Arf! That was loud. Mm-hmm.